much lower yours is, Caleb. Because I have a deeper voice. Yeah, so get it up there. I have there. to yell. Are you telling me to get it up? I'll do the honors. Oh, okay. Yeah, you never get to hit the ball first, as Thad would say. Thank you, Thad. This one's for you, Thad. And Thad, you're right. I never do. Still, I need you. I need you back in my life. And Thad, we trust. It, like, helps me stay really present and focused with my breathing, which I really like. So, yeah, it's nice. What, smoking weed? Sm yeah. It helps you stay present with your breathing? Yes. How so? I mean, when you, like, hit a joint or you hit the bowl, you're, like, super present with your inhale and your exhale, right? Yeah. So, it's like meditation. Yes. So, smoking weed is like meditation is what you're saying. If you have that intention behind it, I think it can okay, be. Okay, yeah. I agree. I mean, everything depends on intention, right? Intention can change everything. Yes. Can everything change intention? No. Okay. I think intention is only changed by the intender. Oh. Truthfully. It's only truthfully changed by the intender. If it's changed by something outside of the intender, it's not going to last long. Or it's not going to have that, like, it's not going to be as quality, as high quality. So, okay. All right. No, what were you going to say? Oh, I got nothing. Oh. I don't, it was nothing. I was trying to come up with some joke, but. Oh, aren't you always? <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree? I don't know. I didn't really listen. Are you going to start the podcast? What the hell? What are you, are you start listening? The podcast? Because I'm waiting for you to start the podcast. I was going to go with that for the podcast episode, and now you. You still can. You weren't listening, so I'm going to say it all over <laughs> yeah, again. Now it's awkward. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Untitled Life Podcast with Caleb and Amy. I'm Amy. Sitting next to me, not listening, is Caleb. So thank Yo. you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and at least give someone listening. I can't listen to myself talk. Come on. You said you weren't listening to me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I said that. But thank you for joining us. Um, I want to start this episode like we always do, with painting a picture of where we are, because... We've been doing some traveling over the last little bit. Um, I think last podcast we recorded, um, it's when I interviewed you, Caleb. I don't know if you remember. That was the last episode we did. That feels like it was three weeks ago. Doesn't it? And it was literally last week. You know what? Which when is kind of crazy. When you actually brought up recording a podcast episode today, my first thought was, oh shit, it's been like three weeks since we've released a new episode. We, we should do one. And then I'm like, wait. We still released one on Monday. We still recorded one last week. Yeah, we've been good every week in and week out. What do you guys think about that? Huh? <laughs> do you like how the you, consistency? How are you feeling about the podcast as a listener? <laughs> Let us know. Because we've been pretty damn consistent this year, so that's cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's gotten more boring because we've been consistent. I used to think the previous few years we've done it, like every time we took a break, I would come back to it feeling like refreshed mm -hmm. and stuff, but... During the break, you know, that was like wandering through the night. There was dark times. We were always like, are we going to come back to it ever? Should we do it again? I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of the balance with something like this, like putting out that consistent of content is like, yeah, it might not be a hundred every time. It might not be an A plus every single time, but there's something to be said about saying consistent. You know, it's and like, if yeah. we only put one out when we felt like we had like an incredible episode, we'd only put out a few every year and... I don't know. That's just harder to build. Our podcast would basically around. it would basically just be like Instagram, like only show your highlights. <laughs> we would and have only, we would have three episodes a year of and like go through like spurts of posting, and when I do, I'm just like, all right, ten photos. Like yes, I'm trying to put as yes, many as I can because I know that like it's going to be probably 
two months before I'm going to feel like posting again. That should be our new pattern of podcast release. Like, we'll just, we won't, <laughs> if we don't feel it, we'll just ride that until we finally do feel it, whether that's a month or two months. And then if we feel it, we'll just record like 10 podcasts in a row and put them all out. Like a vomit podcast. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. Vomit podcast. Vomit. That, hey, that would be a good name for a podcast. Yeah. It would be a good, like, subtle king hey do you guys hear our guest in the background he's making some noise it would be a good like subtle king giz reference that could also people might not know is a king giz reference vomit podcast yes vomit podcast i was gonna say putting out every episode that you know isn't necessarily 100 as you said Mm -hmm. reminded me immediately of the um snl sketch with david s pumpkins yes (laughs) which one uh the main one the the original one oh okay where okay. they're on the like 100 floors of haunts mm-hmm. where these two people go into this haunted house and it's yeah it's like a, they ride an elevator there's 100 floors but it keeps on coming back to the same guy who's tom hanks mm-hmm. as david s pumpkins and they do him like three or four times and uh i think it was keen and he's like come on we got 100 floors of haunts they can't all be winners you know but they're still there they're that still, they and actually, wow. it was funny because David S. Pumpkins was the winner of that whole sketch. <laughs> yes, he is a recurring character now. <laughs> yes. Um, and anytime the writers want to get, you know, off strike and people want to pay them what they're worth, I'd be, I'd get down to watch SNL again. Yeah. I'd be down to watch it some more. Yeah, I would too. Just making sure people get what their, what their, I don't know, what their value is. But yes, I would agree with you. Um, so, yes, all that to say, let's paint the picture of where we are, because we are somewhere different Whoa. than we were last time we recorded a podcast, even if it feels like many, many weeks have passed, and that's not the case. Um, but we are back kind of in one of our favorite areas that we frequent very often in Colorado. To Bryce and Jen, this is spot B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if they caught on to that. Um, but this is, we're in a forest right now, surrounded by ponderosa pine trees, a few aspens. Well, you don't think they're lodgepoles? I think. Lodgepole pines? Most of them are ponderosa. (laughs) I Um, act like I'm, I know pines and I don't. They're so freaking hard to tell apart. Not the ponderosa though. That one's actually pretty easy. Well, I'm, okay. It is. The limbs don't start till like many feet above the ground. They have like a golden color to their bark. Um. There's always those trees that are rule breakers, though. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. And there's some little aspens around, not really tall ones. There's some other kinds of pines around as well that I have not identified. But um, we are also sitting, like, at the base of Mount Antero, one of the 14ers in Colorado. It's actually the one that I hiked in high school when I came out here with Dad. Shout out, Dad. Um... Which is always trippy for me to think about because we definitely and probably camped like within this vicinity at some point on that trip. Um, so that's always trippy to think about. But it yeah, trippy. it's a beautiful day today, like overcast. It just feels great. We have the back doors open, the side door open. It feels we like... We slept with the back doors open last night, yeah. which is something... I feel like we've actually been pretty good at it this year of 2023. Yes. Like if the weather, it, it is definitely weather dependent. And not just temperature-wise, though that's the main thing. It probably needs to be above 45. <laughs> yeah. I would say. I would consider low 40s if it had been real, like if it's a big temperature drop. Like it had been really hot that day. But if, True. But if it's not as big of a drop and it's going to stay at low 40s for a long time, then yeah, I'd probably pass. But it's, I feel like it's typically like 45 to 50 is mm-hmm. our window of like, 
where it kind of just hits it. We never plus. really, you know, we're, we don't plan it out. It's just kind of like the night of when we're cooking dinner. It's like, oh, let's open up the back doors. And then they just stay open, which is, mm-hmm. it is definitely one of the coolest things about being able to live in a van is like, it's, we're sleeping. It feels like we're sleeping under the stars. I mean, you just like look up kind of. Well, kind of like backing kind up. Kind of backing you up. You can't look straight above you. It's still the ceiling, but. I, you kind of can't. I feel like from my like middle of my nose to the top of my head kind of sticks out of the van if I, th- I really scoot back. Well, I think I'm always like, I don't know. I'm very aware of my, where my pillows are when we do this. When we sleep with the back yes. doors open, I don't want to like accidentally like shove my head back and push a pillow off or I've something. I've done that before. We need one of those, like, people get on top bunk beds that have the little, like, gates or the mm, railing that yeah. you can put. Yeah. We should put that on the front of I mean, the head of our bed. We could also do a bug net. Do the same thing. No, that wouldn't be the same. Bryson and didn't we, have that. What? They're, the they, have like a me- they have, like, a mesh thing behind yeah, their bed. Yeah, and I'm saying it wouldn't be the same as open air like we have now. Okay. I want the bugs in. Haven't okay. you heard our fly episode? I loved all the flies. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did get to sleep with the back doors open last night, which I actually was journaling about it this morning. That is always something whenever we do it. I'm so glad that we did. You kind of get the best of both worlds because like, yes, I do love sleeping outside. And when I think of that, I feel like mine and most people's first thought is sleeping in a tent, which for fresh air purposes and like mountain air and just feeling free and breathing just really crisp oxygen a tent is perfect for that but for getting quality sleep um it's not always known to deliver that aspect well it's not your bed it's not like your home mattress yeah so i feel like we get the best of both worlds sleeping with the back doors open in our bed because we get the comfort but then we also get the benefits of open air yeah and we don't have to worry about like coyotes because they can't get up in bed bears maybe (laughs) (laughs) i bet coyotes could if they wanted to the most annoying thing is if uh i'm not going to sleep yet so i'm still trying to play switch and so it's the only light on and it illuminates my face with its lcd screen glow Mm -hmm. and then moths will be attracted to my face while i'm playing and they'll just come and like hit me in the face thinking it's like the moon and i'm like no wow that's speaking really highly of yourself you think moths think you're the moon (laughs) no moths go towards light because of the moon right is that aaron fact check us (laughs) I, i didn't know why they went towards light because of the moon uh, Are they always trying to fly towards the moon? I think the well, the moon illuminates things like their food, like you know, a tree or something. So they fly towards what a light is illuminating. Okay. You know. So they don't think you're the moon. No, they're not trying to get to the moon. moon. They think the switch is the moon, and my face is their food, food, I guess, or wherever they're supposed to go. Okay, I see. I see. They're kind of like a video game cliche. Just head towards the light; it'll probably lead you in the right direction. (laughs) Or like the shaking thing in the corner. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's such a good point. Um, But last night we read, which was actually really peaceful and really nice. Did you play Switch eventually? I did play Switch eventually, oh. yeah. <laughs> and I had Moss hit me in the face. That's where that story came from. Wow. It's literally accurate to last I night. But I did fell asleep. Re- well, the problem with the reading is, yeah, my eyes were getting... It was so hard to see. I would have kept reading, but... You need a book light. I don't... That would do the same thing. All the moths would be flying at my book. Yeah. They would think my book light is the moon then. <laughs> well, I think I'd prefer them flying to a book over my face. But anyways, all that to say... We're in a beautiful spot. It feels like a very, like, retreat-type spot. We're pretty 
secluded. We don't see many people or cars throughout the day. We have a lot of space. Um, it's really cool because it feels like we're pretty far back here in the forest, but in all reality, we're really not. It's um, very quiet, though. I mean, we all, it is a weekend, but I bet if we were to stay here through the next week, like on Monday and Tuesday, um, you could probably count like under five cars that drive by the the area we're parked in like on a day-to-day basis possibly under i would i might take the under on that but yeah where we're parked off this road like it does not see much traffic coming there's nowhere to go through like past us literally just more camping camping. yeah um but like nothing that would draw if you're not camping in those areas there's no reason to go back down there there's no like trailheads or anything so yeah it's extremely quiet one of the quietest quietest places i think yeah i think i agree with you on that yeah um but it's been really nice for us to come or i think at least it's been really good to come and land here um because july was we haven't been here 24 hours i know but it feels (laughs) like it already that's how powerful it we already feels. had so many full experience like experiences like sleeping with the doors open mm-hmm. and having pancakes this morning pancakes is always a full experience they're always a core memory <laughs> yes but i don't know it's just i think i'm really realizing how powerful being here is even for a short amount of time like you mentioned it hasn't even been 24 hours and i already feel rejuvenated and like revitalized from just you know moving around and traveling a lot the last month but especially this last week it was kind of a it was a really fun week but it was kind of a tiring week at i the mean same we time. stayed in the same place like four nights in a row yeah that was really that felt rejuvenating but then the day that we had to leave was really tiring <laughs> it oh. really took it out of us um <laughs> yeah i don't know how have you been feeling like this last week or being here being here less than 24 hours yeah. <laughs> i felt good it feels like yeah i guess when we got back to this area of colorado that we've spent probably the majority of our time living in the van in it's kind of we call it our i've started calling it our home base now like yeah like you've said this about we say colorado is our home base if you want to narrow it more it's this little these two counties lake yeah. county chaffee county mm-hmm. but you've like like, I've heard you say, and I think it's so true, we're either always leaving Colorado or coming back to Colorado. I kind of feel that way about this area, too. We're always either leaving here or coming back yes, here. Yes, true. Like, when we were at, when I was at the mechanic shop in Grand Junction, he's like, where do you live? And I was <laughs> like, well, what have you been working on the last few days? Our van. That's where I live. He's like, well, where are you headed next? I'm like, well, Leadville's kind of always the, the, like, the bullseye. Mm-hmm. And if we land anywhere around there, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. And so yeah, this last month we traveled through parts of southwestern Colorado that we had been to before, but for very short stints and like many years ago, what feels like many years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Um, and we knew we were going to be there. This was the longest stint. We had like a month or like three weeks to a month to kind of just travel. We had a few jobs to be at, but then we also had good breaks of time where we could just kind of do whatever we wanted and mm-hmm. like see the area. And yeah, while at the same time we found several like windows of time in that month where we like sat for a few days at the same spot and we were like, we're able to work and kind of ground. It still felt like, you know, when we go in to get groceries, it's like, all right, maybe we should like, like what grocery we're going to, or like, mm-hmm. you know, it just, there was more unknowns. There was more just like decision making and like yes. problem making. processing. Yes. Even though the views were incredible and we did have these little windows of time where we could, yeah, kind of settle, like coming back to this area where it's just like, yeah, 
kind of our home base mm-hmm. around the Leadville area. It feels like we just returned from a trip. I didn't have that feeling until we got here yesterday. I'm like, okay, wow, that felt like we were just on a really long trip within a trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a, uh, our van trip in southwestern Colorado is a smaller trip of our whole van trip across Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Actually, I read a line in the book I'm reading last night, which is called... Like, Not All Who Wonder Are Lost. No. Didn't <laughs> read that one. I still need to watch that line. Oh, I guess you could read that line, too. Yeah, exactly. What would you rather do, watch it or read it? Mm, I don't know. I have a hard time with that series. I'm typically a pro-reader. Talking about Lord of the Rings. I'm always a pro-reader. Um, but I almost think I would, with Lord of the Rings, I think I need to watch it first to decide if I would like the books and then read Okay, that, that, I mean, that's a good strategy. The, the movies are great. Anyways, um, no, the <laughs> book I'm reading right now is not Lord of the Rings. It is uh, Like Streams to the Ocean by Jedediah Jenkins. And it's basically a bunch of, like, essays or, like, almost poetry style of his writing centered around all these different um, aspects of basically what make up the self or what make up life. And one of his lines said something something along the lines of like there are places that you go and like you love and they feel like a dream and you're like oh this is so beautiful this is so this is so cool and it feels like but it feel it still feels like a trip and then there are places you go that maybe might not look as visually stunning or might not be as epic but you're like you're it's still beautiful and you still fall in love with it and you're like oh this is home and like sometimes those are different feelings you know mm-hmm. and like that is kind of i feel like since we've been back here how i have felt is like oh man that month in southwest colorado was incredible i saw some of those beautiful sights i've ever seen like those experiences are going to live through me for the rest of my life and then we get back here and i'm like at the same time i'm like oh i feel it kind of feels like an exhale almost of like i've landed home like mm-hmm. i'm home now too i don't know they're both good and i feel like you need both in your life you know yeah yeah and i feel like with us i mean like this the area we're parked now wasn't home at first Mm -hmm. and you kind of like make it that with your intentions you know you're the intender of making this place your home which we have done see i was listening (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, I feel like we could do that almost with Southwest Colorado, too. Yeah. And, it, and definitely now coming back from this quote-unquote trip from mm-hmm. Southwest Colorado, mm-hmm. like, I feel so much more, it feels so much more approachable and welcome. I know we had been there before our first year in the van. We had a harder time. We had a harder time. I mean, obviously, that was also the height of COVID. Yeah. So the towns that we were visiting, like Telluride, Colorado, mm-hmm. honestly, it felt 180% different this time around. Like mm-hmm. this, it was thriving now. Yeah. And back in the day in 2020 of August, it was almost like a ghost town it was not and thriving. nothing was open and yeah. it was hard to find anything or like get in contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this felt like a different experience and it felt more now that we're back here. I'm like, okay, I almost feel comfortable to go. Like I could go there anytime. Mm-hmm. Like, it is it it's now like bridges the gap to where we can make that the next home like yeah. we can we could like uh like an amoeba just kind of like gather it into our group of homes now <laughs> and it almost feels that way because we did have some great weeks there yeah where we got to really know certain places and like yeah got into routines of where we would get our food and water and our provisions and then where we could like find service and work for a few days if we needed and then where we could also go explore and find some amazing hikes and it's like 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm craving more of that at some point, but I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I mean, he definitely talks about like, or I think like something that makes, um, a place home and like what kind of gives you that feeling, I think is sometimes like the presence of the, uh, degree of presence that you have in your memories there. I told that. Yes. Wow. Nail on the head there, Mr. Jed. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know, yeah, if your degree of presence is really, really high in these experiences that you have in these places, even if maybe you've only spent two weeks of your whole life there, or maybe you've spent two years of your whole life there, or 20 years, it doesn't matter. Really, the time does kind of goes out the window at that point. And it's more about, um, yeah, how present you are. And the, like, present memories are so high quality, and they just, like, live and they're timeless continually too. manifest themselves yes. through your future experiences and yeah it's really beautiful and i feel like this time in southwest colorado we had a lot of moments like that that I we thought, hadn't yeah. had in the past i mean oh that we didn't have in the past no there oh yeah okay i thought we still had some big moments there we did but i don't know this time around it felt like I felt more present. I felt more present personally this time around. Okay. Last time, I think I mentioned this in the podcast, I was very anxious while we were down there. That was a different time. Yeah. As we've said. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, that does feel true. Like it already feels like, you know, talking about just being in the spot we're at for not even 16 hours or whatever. Mm, and we've yeah. already slept the doors open. You're like, I already feel grounded at home. <laughs> and like, we've been back for weeks. Like, and it's like, no, we haven't even been back 24 hours. And already, yeah, the presence we've spent in this time from eating pancakes this morning to sleeping with the doors open and reading last night to whatever the rest of the day is going to hold already feels like, yeah, I feel grounded, refreshed, reju- rejuvenated. And also just like, thrive. Like, I want to explore here. I want to be here and mm-hmm. continue to be here. So. I think another thing too that kind of like a mindset shifts that hap- a mindset shifts that happen when you're like in a in a place where you have a lot of those high quality present moments is like you don't feel like you have to you don't feel like you have to do as much like you can if you want to but like I feel like that's a big distinction for me of like trip sometimes of like trip versus home is like I feel like sometimes when you go on a trip you're like okay we're only here for a week. We're only here for five days. Right. We better do all the things. Like, we have to do this hike this morning, and this one this night, and then this one the next morning, and this brewery. And Whereas when, like, you take it as more of, like, a... Maybe it's more of a home approach. Home, like, might not be the best word for this here, but, like, just... I don't know. Follow... Like, almost, like, living... Treating it like you live there, you know? Mm. And, like... But there's a balance there of making sure, yeah, you do actually get out and do the things you want to do, but not overkilling it to where it literally just feels like a dream and like a and you're burned out visit. yeah yeah i feel that yeah but anyways feels good to be back here <laughs> feels good to be where we were are I we mean... still painting the picture is that what we've been doing this whole time <laughs> the forest is really freaking pretty here like yeah i i love this spot and we've had very monumental moments in this spot over the years it's one that we've been returning to honestly almost since well, yeah, since day one. And somehow it's always... Night one we of van life, we stayed in this area. In this area, yes, we did. Not off this specific road. Mm-hmm. It was the county road over off of this A county road. Of yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, and for some reason, this spot that we're in always seems to be open. Even, like, yesterday, we came in on a busy Friday, you know, like, yeah. late afternoon, and somehow it was still open. 
I will never understand that. Maybe but. there's like a we put like a force field over it now to where when people drive by the road they can't they don't see it. They look to the right and it's just pine trees. <laughs> see, I think ponderosas. I think we've put some sort of magical charm on it to where there's like a mirage anytime anyone else passes of another rig here so no one oh, comes okay. in but then when we pass the mirage is gone i guess that's what open. i was saying with the forest kind I of understand. like a mirage of a forest so you had to like make it better was yours better or just you wanted <laughs> I just something wanted different to it a little differently i don't know <laughs> there was one time i drove by and there was another like motorhome parked here and i like kind of slowed down and i looked i was like wow this is the first time i've ever seen someone park here and i really wanted to come to the spot and then I looked, and they were, like, looking around, and I could tell just by the guy's mannerisms that he wasn't happy with it, and they were going to move. Like, they, it looked like they had just pulled in, literally minutes before me, which happens sometimes and sucks. But <laughs> I could tell. I was like, oh, he's not. And it's not very level spots. I think that's so, what gets yes, most people. That, yeah. that does get people, especially with bigger rigs. Yeah. Um, we just deal with it. I just roll into you in, in the yes, sleep all Yes, and I night. just, like, roll into the wall, <laughs> and Kona has no place to go. Yeah, it's and, great. Yeah, we love it here. It doesn't matter because the doors are open. Yeah. <laughs> great spot <laughs> anyways i was able to get at that spot too i just like drove down the road and i came back and yeah he had left and i was like i knew it something about it like we got a curse on this spot yes i guess i don't like i like to view it as a charm not a curse a charm yes that yeah no professor one, flitwick taught us that one it doesn't charm anyone else but us yes exactly but you know it feels good to to be in this spot kind of after the week we had because we actually got an Airbnb for the first half of this week. For the first, like, four days of this week, I guess. Um, in Grand Junction, Colorado, which, thank God, we had it because it was 100 plus degrees, which we should have known, um, but it was still just a shock once we got there and realized because we were coming from, like, Telluride. Like, um, we were coming from, like, seven or 8,000 feet. Um, so it was a little bit of a shock to go back down to not even sea level grand junction still at like four thousand feet and it was over 100 degrees yeah which we mentioned might have been the lowest we've been in months since like the winter yeah since like tucson i would say that's probably months ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no we said i think moab which yeah, yeah still months ago <laughs> but <laughs> still desert <laughs> um but yeah we stayed in a house for four nights Yes, one of our longest stints ever out of the van. Four nights. Oh, yeah, four, Sunday. Yes, for four nights. Well, this one was planned out. If you followed this podcast at all, honestly, from day one, because we got this piece of advice from one of my old coworkers who lived on the road for a few years, but going into van life, uh, one of the tips that we said, and honestly, for some reason, it just hit home. I was like, that is a great one, is uh, a guy told us that once a month or whatever, like, find your time frame, but you should do at least a night or two where you don't stay in the van like mm -hmm. whether it's a hotel a friend's house an airbnb he's like take intentional time be the intenders of time away from the van and spend some time just yeah not even if it's gonna be beautiful weather or something or you have an opportunity like if you feel it take some time away from the van and we've always pretty much kept We've kept pretty consistently to that on a year-in and year-out basis. We do go through more spurts of it during certain seasons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this was a time where we hadn't done it in July. We had just, we knew we were coming 
uh, from this trip to Southwest Colorado and might be like a little strung out from our normal day to day mm-hmm. van life. Um, and could use just like a little bit of a reset. Also, happened to be Southwest Colorado is extremely dry and dusty. Af. So I felt oh, so yeah. dirty. <laughs> Everything in our van was so dirty. So, yeah, it feels good to just. Uh, we've been getting Airbnbs for three nights is kind of like our target goal. Yeah. Uh, every now and then we'll settle for a hotel, but it feels like three nights gives us enough of a reset to kind of like ground, catch up on sleep, also have some like experience, the fun things that we don't get like anymore. A like a bathtub. And an oven. Yes. <laughs> and a big screen TV and Wi-Fi connection and air conditioning, which was huge, huge this, this time. time so around. yeah, yeah, we planned this one out a few weeks ago and then also... It worked out to where we could take Santiago, our van, to get some brake work done mm-hmm. at the time. So we also always try to plan that if it lines up to where, since we're not going to be in the van, if we could like get some mechanic work done at that time since we already have a spot to stay. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah, and yeah, I remember when that guy gave us that piece of advice, he was saying, yeah, one. he said once a month. Um, and I feel like in the beginning we are like, yeah, once a month, let's do that. And we tried, and like there are some a few months in the row in a row we probably did it, but I think once we kind of learned our rhythm with this lifestyle, yeah, we took it at like okay, I don't think we always need it once a month. Like there are times like the area we're staying in now, if we stay in this area for a long period of time, don't tend to feel like I need it because right. things just I don't know things run smoothly. Um, it just doesn't. I don't feel as tired or as strung out as I do maybe yeah for traveling a lot so there will even be maybe sometimes where it happens more than once in a month because like we're traveling a lot maybe we actually need one yes to get work done or I don't know this reason or that like maybe a random snowstorm is coming through Colorado just for like three days and so we just want to get an Airbnb for that that. that's happened twice or maybe the van (laughs) needs some work so we get an Airbnb for that yeah um but I do feel like we found our rhythm in that. And it's not always every other month anymore. It's very situational. Um, but I feel like any time it has come up and it's happened, it's been really, really good. And so this was one of those times we got to line up Santiago work with getting an Airbnb. I feel like now we're pretty in tune with it's honestly like when we feel it. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember kind of like feeling the inception of this one and being like hey what do you think about in like two and a half weeks we like get an airbnb in this city and then maybe i can call mechanic and try to get some break work done on santiago and it just felt aligned i think with both of us it's like yeah you know it has felt like it's been a while i'm feeling like a that kind of reset would be really good let's go for it Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's what we did and it ended up being a really great space yeah i was gonna ask how was your experience we did have to add, excuse me, we did have to add on an extra night because Santiago's work was taking, well, waiting for parts. As always. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for parts took a little longer than expected. Um, so we ended up staying four nights instead of three, but. So it meant like three more hours of Mario Kart that night. <laughs> how was, I don't know, how was your Airbnb oh, experience this is, time around? Uh, is Alicia listening? Because she was the host and mm-hmm. I still need to leave her a review. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this one's for you, Alicia. <laughs> No, it was great. We uh, gorged ourselves on chicken nuggies, (laughs) vegan chicken nuggies for those wondering, not actual chicken. Mm -hmm. But I think we ate like five packs. (laughs) I'm good if I don't have any for a while now. What? You're crazy. I don't know. I think you're crazy. I don't know how. They're so good. On the last one, I was like, this is too much. Like, I have past my max oh my gosh yeah i've recently gotten obsessed with these frozen vegan chicken nuggets (laughs) that you can buy at pretty much any grocery store and if you have an oven that i mean 
You need an oven. They're way better with an oven. As opposed to a stovetop. As opposed to a stovetop, which is why we don't buy them all, like, when we're traveling in the van. But when we have an oven, I get addicted. And, yeah, I went full send on some chicken nuggies this time. Because it, it felt like it had been months since I had them it as had well. It been since, like, May. May. So, months. Two July. months. Okay. Yeah, okay. That is months. That is plural months. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Sometimes the, the emphasis you put on it, like, months. months. Like, no. You put it on the months. It sounds like eight plus well, hey, that's your interpretation of it. I'm just thinking, you know, two months is months to me. <laughs> just letting you know. I'm just saying months. The word is accurate, okay? Factual. But did you have a good experience? Yes. Do you feel... I also tried to get... Uh, my goal going in was trying to get 10 hours of bath time. <laughs> Which I knew was lofty. But that that was like, hey, I want to get in the bath a lot. And I did. You hit 10 hours? Did you actually? No, I only hit 10 hours. Oh, okay. Who knows? I probably got, I think I got over five. Because uh, I would like read. I was reading a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And Airbnb, and it's very nice to read in the bath. Yeah. Yes. What about you? <laughs> no, I had a great experience. Um, it's always too, something with Airbnbs, since we have stayed, I feel like in a decent amount at this point, just in our lives in general, because that's typically the route we go when we travel as well, which tip. Another reason we choose Airbnbs, even um, even like pre-van life, we would choose Airbnbs, um, and this has nothing to do with living in a van, is you have like, which I know some hotels, like there are hotel rooms that have this option, but like you literally have a whole kitchen, you know? It's like you're saving so much money on food, because... Bless you. Thank you. Gesundheit. Because you can Holy make your, because you can make your own food, yes. you know, and um, so yes, maybe sometimes it's worth paying that extra little bit, maybe more than a hotel room, because you're saving that money from going out to eat. I think that's a big thing with us. Like even our first year in the van, which was 2020, which means we had no jobs, and we're just like draining what money we had, <laughs> and we're still like booking Airbnbs to like accomplish this goal. We found that yeah, if we stay in the hotel for two nights. We ha we're basically eating every meal like out. Yeah. Essentially, we're 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 having to like go spend money and also like go like put the effort and time and making that happen. Where if we have an Airbnb, we can especially once since we've been living in a van and have like an oven, we can just cook every like I have no desire to go out when mm -hmm. we're staying at an Airbnb. Especially now, I like wanna if I'm gonna be in an Airbnb in a house since we live outside all the time, I'm gonna be inside pretty much for those You're gonna fully three days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we just like cook every time, and I think that ends up saving us more money than having to like go out to eat every night because we can't cook in a hotel. And so yeah, we've kind of justified it to where yes, probably on average most Airbnbs over three nights will be more expensive. Maybe I don't know. The one we just had. The one no. we just had definitely great. Not. You can also find great deals on Airbnbs, <laughs> and we have managed to do that yeah uh but yeah you can like you can live in it and you don't have to leave it and it has everything you need mm -hmm. and yeah i think that is just more convenient than you know uh other options like a hotel for us i will say it is fun if we're in a town that we love and you can like walk to places true it is fun to be like okay one night while we're here we'll like walk you know on the main street and go get drinks or get food somewhere that's fun yes but um but 100 degrees outside no we're not walking no. anywhere i'm staying in the air conditioning true um no it was it was really great it was really nice it also felt like and i've um come to love this i think this is where i was actually going with that 
um, since we have stayed at so many different Airbnbs, I've really found the ones that like, I really just feel the most reset and the most like content and grounded with are ones that feel like actual places we would live. Not necessarily the city that we're in, but just like the space itself. Like when we're in an Airbnb where I'm like, this is, this feels like a house we would live in or an apartment we would live in or whatever. Uh -huh. Um, I feel like that adds a whole new level and layer of like groundedness and contentness to the experience for me. And this was one of them. Um, so one bedrooms, <laughs> <laughs> anything with one bedroom? No, the, another one that I really liked was when we had in Denver for the Krungman show and it had two bedrooms. It reminded me the most of our Denver yes. house. Um, so no, it's not always one bedroom, but this one did have just okay. one bedroom. But I don't know, whenever I'm in a space and it just like the size and everything, I'm just like, yeah, this is like if we were looking for a place to live in Grand Junction and this was up for rent, like, yeah, this is something that we would check out, I think. And yes. for some reason, yeah, that add, adds a new level of groundedness. Well, which I also feels think really good. even the term Airbnb sometimes puts off like a, oh, like a lavish, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like cliffside dwelling <laughs> on the Southern California coast. And now we get, we got like an apartment and an apartment complex, one bedroom, <laughs> you know, like, 500 square feet. It's like it, right off. There's like a college literally like right across the street. So it's, I mean, it's. We're, yeah, we're all in some college apartments. Like yeah. those are the type of Airbnbs we typically like look for. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we're like, hey, yeah, this is probably actually would be a spot we would live like back in the day before the van. Mm -hmm. So it's enough space and enough like different lifestyle from living in the van on the day to day that it hits, it checks all of my boxes. Yeah. I don't need that cliffside dwelling in Southern California, Airbnb. We get that in the van. That's exactly. what the van is. It's a cliffside dweller. It is. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel really good after it and I feel it, everything about it felt good and nourishing except for probably the last batch of chicken nuggies. I don't think that felt what? very nourishing to me. I felt nourished. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. I'm glad we did it. I'd like, I, it was nourishing mentally. Like I felt, well, one, and I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast. I think our last Airbnb, which was in May or le early June. In June it was like mid June, mid June. And we had kind of, we're still trying to get used to our Colorado life. It had just been like literally just whipping us back and forth since mm -hmm. we got here in terms of like having to be places, things to do, people to see, places to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we kind of hadn't really found a rhythm yet. And I remember that Airbnb, we, which we had chicken nuggies at. <laughs> yes. I remember we we're like, okay, after this, we're going to like dial it in. We're going to be like super dialed, like get into some routines because we knew we had more travels coming in it's like if we didn't kind of grip ourselves right there and like mm -hmm. put our feet on the ground and like make some patterns that we want to stick to like who knows we could have just been like floating left and right mm -hmm. this summer and so we really kind of like i remember having that conversation and yeah. being intentional about it where it's like all right after this airbnb we're gonna dial it in um and i feel like we did that so well to when we came to this one i was like i i think it's a treat yourself week yes. and i'm You're gonna like, do I'm that going opposite of dialed yes i was like i've been dialed for too long and i need some nights of just mario kart and brews and chicken nuggies and pizza and i need i needed more than one night of that and so that felt good mentally just have that like indulging moment and now on this side of it i feel once again like i want to be dialed so your pendulum is just going back and forth, back and forth. You're yep. yo-yoing. I'm ticking. I'm like a clock. <laughs> and not like a grandfather clock, like a fast clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I remember that. Or I remember our dialed conversation. And yeah, I think 
I think we knew we needed that for what was to come for the month of July. Um, but always on the other side of it now, I'm like, don't know if I knew how much I needed it until now. And I'm so glad we did. Yeah, I, I am too. That's kind of how I felt going into that Airbnb where I was like, wow, one, we really were dialed for mm -hmm. like <laughs> a month and a half and just got shit done. And like, yeah, it was like, I was very, I felt very accomplished and like, wow, I was like, look at us. We did it. We dialed in for this. We got everything we needed to do done. We traveled. We like... We figured it all out. Yes, we did so many things. Like the checklist, we could write down what we done the last month and a half. Feels already like a full summer's worth. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it felt just like a really good time to just kind of indulge a little before these next few months feel like they're gonna take more of the same kind of dialedness yeah. from me to thrive. Yeah. Yes, they're. It's gonna. These next few months are going to be a lot. <laughs> so, yes, this Airbnb was like the eye of the storm. And I just happened to find lots of bags of chicken nuggies in the eye of the storm. <laughs> and I took advantage of them. Thank you, Gardein. Sponsor us. That's the brand of chicken nuggies. If anyone's wondering. Thank you for clarification. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just, it feels good. It all feels good. And it all makes sense. Like, it. I feel like... A lot of times in this lifestyle, you really can see, and I mean, this might be true for everyone. I don't know if, it, I'm sure it's not. I know it's not just catered to this lifestyle, but I feel like I just, at this point in life, have this like knowing and this, I don't know, sense like on the end, like, oh, everything, it all makes sense. And it all feels like this is Same why. like hindsight is twenty twenty. I didn't want to say that because it's not really it, but it's just kind of like, oh, I... S oh, shit. The more I explain it, I'm like, wait, that is... I yeah, I know. <laughs> That's where I thought you were headed with that one. But sure. no, it's so true. Like, you, you know, looking back at the last month and a half, it's mm -hmm. like, wow, I'm so glad, like, be us being, having that conversation and dialing in really paid off for that whole trip. And now I'm here and I, I'm reaping the rewards of my mentality and persona through that time. And that's like, wow, okay. I, I think it goes back to is like being connected to and trusting yourself. Cause like you said, at least at this point, we now like just have these feelings and like, we'll just kind of follow and trust those feelings of like, yeah, we need to get this air. I think getting this Airbnb, that just sounds and feels good. Like uh -huh. maybe let's follow that. And then, Hey, I'm like ready to kind of dial a lot of things in, in our life. Like that sounds and feels good. Like, let's follow that. Like, I think it's trusting that intuition that you have, Yes. you know, and being in tune with it and quiet enough to hear it and also know that it's true. In tune in <laughs> in tuner. In tune, what? Like, instead of in Tinder, in tune Oh, yes. In yes. tune <laughs> In I think I have some intuition that at some point I will need another night of chips and queso, beer, uh, chicken tenders, pizza, and cheesecake. Okay. That was my last night in the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario Kart. Okay. So, noted. Not not yet. I'm good right now. Good okay. at the moment. But ask me later tonight. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Things I can wait at least two more nights. Before what about that. months? Could you wait months? Uh, based on my definition, yes. <laughs> so like October. Okay. Well, actually, probably need one. <laughs> yes, and I'll probably need some chicken nuggies in October. Uh, Maybe I'll okay. dress up as one for Halloween. Oh my God, you should. <laughs>
Well, are you craving chicken nu- chicken nuggies now after talking about them so much? Because no, I, I know think, I'm no, no, actually no. not. I am, I am good. I have my quota is filled. Okay, cool. Good. To the brim. Well, if you're not, if you listening are not craving chicken nuggies, I don't know how at this point. But thank you so much for listening. I think yep. that's all I got. That is all I got. My my tank is empty. Um, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great summer. Peace out. Peace out.